Welcome. This Welcome. is the, Welcome to the podcast. Yes, this is the premiere of our new podcast, the mm-hmm. uh, King Killer Chronicles fan cast. Yes. Oh, I can't think of a good name. That's terrible. That's a terrible beginning, uh, Maggie. Sam and Maggie love the, the pod- King Killer's Chronicles. Name, name of the podcast. <laughs> the Wise Man's Podcast. Um, no, we're not that podcast no, we are not. we were saying we maggie hakeley we did we but... did just discuss um wise man's fear for like 20 minutes don't worry yes. about it we're not going to include that in the podcast however we are going to do another aside before we get to the main bit this well, welcome to the other podcast the rise okay. aside well, yeah, oh so, yes yes uh, nbc just premiered a new show that is it has been described by m- plenty of uh, internet articles as a mixture of Friday Night Lights and Glee, which definitely arose my, you know, interest. Of yes, course, of course. Uh, and all my friends who sent me multiple links about Rise over the past few months. Yes. Um, and uh, watched the pilot this week. I know you did too. Let's yes. talk about it. Okay. For like two minutes. Yes. Put start the timer. Let's talk about this. One. This is, like, so we both had, I, I had a very interesting reaction to this. Um, do you think I should start or do you think you should start? Because I did, I did I, express how I felt to you. Yeah. How about I start? So okay. it, Ted, Ted Mosby is Will Schuster in this show. Yes. Which really gives anyone a, a real turnoff, I think. I, <laughs> I don't want to watch Ted Mosby do anything, let alone be Will Schuster. Right. Uh, the premise of the show is that he's an english teacher who wants to run the theater department at his high school to like bring new life back into it or whatever he convinces his principal to replace a competent black woman with him uh seems fucked up to me um and then he's like instead of doing grease which is a crowd pleaser and will bring money to this theater department we are going to do spring awakening which is about german teens uh, dealing with existential dread and uh, post-war uh, like depression. So yes. uh, I think everyone will love it. It won't alienate everyone. Uh, and <laughs> let's just talk about teen suicide and incest. This is great. And right. everyone's like, okay, sure. Yes. Yeah, so that's like the basic plot. Um, here's the thing. It's pretty much exactly the same as Glee. Like... Yeah. Like to it, a T. It's and the Friday Night Lights comparison is pretty accurate as well. Uh just the camera work is extremely Friday Night Lights. Okay. In like See, the way yeah. that it's sort of in like the way that it's sort of like uh has these transition moments where we see like people doing things with a speech over top. That's very Friday Night Lights. Okay. Well, see, okay. Listen, I'm going to watch the show. I I liked it. Okay. I didn't like Ted Mosby. I felt like a lot of his speeches felt really forced and ugly, but (laughs) I'm a big fan of the kids who are on the show. The person who played Moana is the main girl, and Mm -hmm. I I think she's great. And uh, QB1, Robbie Thomas on the show, I think he's also a believable and good jock, so I'm here for it. Okay. 
Yeah, so let so Maggie likes it. Let's let's clarify I that do. right now. Maggie likes it, she's gonna watch it. My boyfriend and I watched this show, but we mm-hmm. watched the first mm-hmm. half and couldn't watch the rest because it is so bad. I, it is I am so amazed that you stopped halfway through the pilot. <laughs> it is atrocious. One, we I've never watched Friday Night Lights, but when we were watching it, the camera work is nauseating. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to watch. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah like, the camera gets a little shaky and it, like it's there's like definite moments um in friday night lights the show where there's like obstructions in front of the camera that make you feel like you are like secretly observing these people from like bushes <laughs> and shit yeah sure this show does have that a little bit yeah um and the other thing is we talked about it ted ted mm-hmm. mosby is literally will schuster but like ramped up to 11 because one, he steals this job from someone who currently has it. Which is (laughs) fucked up. Like, it's like, Hey, no, she has this job. So why are you taking it? Like, what? Yeah. And then, um, two, he, it's like, he has a moment. There's like a speech that he has with his wife where he's talking about how they don't have enough money. And that like, this is a way for them to get more money and also a way for Mm -hmm. him to like, I don't know, live out some kind of weird fantasy that he has. Like, it's... Well, the- yeah, he there's that conversation with the wife where he's like, I need this for art or whatever. And she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. He, and, he, yeah. Has, he has a full family, though, like multiple children. Yeah. So Which, it, he is different from Will. I would say there's like pretty yeah. big significant differences between them in that Ted Mosby does seem more up his ass but he might know what he's doing more than will does that's fair um but yeah then the other thing really is just that like all of these characters Mm -hmm. are like and glee i mean it's the same problem with glee where they're so like one-sided stereotypes where it's like pilot though i know it's just the pilot yeah i know it's just i was i was just turned off by it i just i don't like it I was honestly like, and that's the problem is I want to like this show and we've definitely gone on yeah. for more than two minutes, but I want to like this show because it has I know you want to like it. way more people of color and it has way more representation than Glee. But at the same yeah. time, the main, like, I think part of my problem was that this first episode was so heavily focused on the white guy who is like yeah. trying to like who, bring, who steals a job from a competent black woman. Yes. So. And also, and also black males, a black student into doing yes. his program. Like it's, but it's not as bad bonkers. as Will who, who did <laughs> Planted pot, literally yes. blackmail. I mean, Ted Mosby, yeah. all he does is like, he's like, Oh I, yeah, I'll let you retake the test. If you uh, up, like audition for my show, it wasn't like, I'm going to take away your football scholarship that you don't have by planting drugs in your locker like it was not that i mean it kind of felt that way to me still but at the same like me it, it's too. fine yeah like so here's the thing maggie will keep watching it i might return I to will. it at some point we might have another episode of the rise aside but for right now this is the only episode because i don't like it <laughs> i don't want to watch awakening it. numbers are great and there is a trans character i'm here for it okay that's cool okay yes let's so, get into the Glee. actual episode this this is the real podcast Sam and Maggie hate Glee. Yes. The episode we watched this week was episode 15 of season two, Sexy. Yes. Um, 
It originally aired on March 8th. 2011, um, with 11.92 million viewers, which is up from last week when we had 10.58 million. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I read, is that the, the viewership went up. Ratings went up from last week. I yes. liked last week. Whatever. Maybe it was the Kesha number. This yeah. episode was written by Brad Falchuk and directed by one Mr. Ryan Murphy. Of course. All right. So yes. we open the episode with no recap. Hooray! Thank Christ. Yes. Uh, right into the first meeting of the Celsabee Club. We'll yeah. have uh, three of them this episode, so settle in. <laughs> this first one is uh, it's run by Emma. She yes. has a gavel. The only two people in attendance are Rachel and Quinn. Yes. Um, which, so we've had the Celibacy Club before. We had it in season one, Um, but this looks very different because back in season one, it was a ton of cheerleaders and Jacob Ben Israel, and there was no, like, like, we didn't really have a faculty involvement um, because it was obviously more of a joke. Yeah, it was more of a joke because Quinn was pregnant. Um, (laughs) But so now uh, we do have Emma in charge, which is new. Um, We've Mm -hmm. known that Emma has had some problems with intimacy in the past, but like, that's not really even our business, but apparently now it is. Um, yes. Uh, she seems very uncomfortable talking about any sort of sex. Yes. Um, yes and Rachel yeah. and Quinn end up fighting about Finn because apparently the last meeting was just Rachel uh, hounding Quinn with questions about what she's doing with Finn. Yes, because, because if you'll remember, Glee has an inability to pass the Bechdel test like none other. So, That's right. Let's move on. Uh, we get the Glee title card, of course. Um, they're all happy about celibacy, or so it seems. Um, we move on to and Wemma. We get the real, yes. yeah, we get the real point of this episode. All right, we see Will and Emma in the teachers' lounge discussing. Uh, what are they talking about? Just like just celibacy shit? club. I think I think they're talking yeah. about like celibacy club and how Emma's. Well, it's mostly because Emma showed us like these little like. Uh, charms like celibacy charms oh at, yes the celibacy the... charms and she, yes. she's upset because people are using them for nipple rings yes <laughs> then holly holiday enters she's back gwyneth paltrow is here she's yes. here to sub the health and wellness uh classes at mckinley yes uh and all three of them end up discussing sex there is a yes. small interstitial moment where holly holiday talks about aids and Glee kids misinterpret it into thinking that cucumbers can give you AIDS. Yes. Yeah. So Not great. Yeah. So um, one, I just want to point out, she's subbing for the health and wellness teacher because he has, quote, a Herpes. mad case of the herp. Yeah. Which I, to be fair, like, I don't have herpes. Um, sure. It's hard for me to, you know, like, come out and say that. Um, but uh, I don't, gl- I don't Thank think. Thank you for I- your honesty. I don't think I've ever met anyone who has been like, my herpes flare-ups are so bad yeah. that I, ca- I cannot go to work. Um, Seems, like, yeah, it does seem pretty intense. Uh, I hope he's all right, Yeah, honestly. Same. Um, but what's fun about that, so Holly arrives. It surprises Will. Will tries to introduce Emma to Holly and forgets Emma's name, which is yeah. Well, it's touch. because yeah. if, I think if Gwyneth Paltrow was in front of me, I would forget my own name. 
<laughs> honestly. Yes. Uh, Emma is visibly uncomfortable with any sort of talk of sex because Holly is teaching sex ed yes. at McKinley right now. Um, and Emma's like, I just think it's inappropriate to tell this to kids. Why do you think it's an, an invalid choice to choose celibacy? Right. Holly's like, I don't think it's an invalid choice. I just think it's naive. Um, yes. You know, I, I just I think it's best if we tell kids how it is. Yeah. And that's the point of the scene. Uh, Holly's going to come. Wait, no, is that later? We that's think, later. Yeah, because we, yeah, yeah, we got the little interstitial where we find out the Glee kids are stupid and don't know anything about sex. Um, but the then we cut to. The is yeah. Britanna. Yes. Santitany, if you will. Ugh, no. We're going to keep using <laughs> Britanna, not Santitany or whatever, as they used last episode. Fuck that noise. Uh, Santana approaches uh, Brittany for a Sweet Valley High sex date. Yes. Uh, she's like, we can just turn it on and, you know. Cuddle. Cuddle or whatever. Uh, Wink. Brittany, <laughs> Brittany declines because she has a bun in the oven. That is her words. Yes. Um, and Santana is um, surprised and looks upset about this. Yes. And Brittany walks off. The scene transitions to the choir room. Well, um, no, no. No, well, before we first, get there. there's yeah. immediate gossip. Yes. So the, I, I just want to point this out because it's honestly like such a well-done scene in my opinion because what happens is Brittany is like yeah i have a bun in the oven well done please don't tell anyone and santana's like oh of course i won't tell anyone Brittany walks off santana immediately turns and tells mercedes i think who's tina. walking down or I, tina. tina yeah tells tina who's walking down the hallway puck overhears and tells lauren who is walking with him they run into Artie, and then they tell Artie. <laughs> like yeah. it's like a like three second thing but it's such a fun like representation yeah. of how gossip works like oh it was so good well i because already needed to find out somehow thank god right. they got it over with fast exactly the scene then transitions to the choir room like i said um yep. and we find out that Brittany is a complete space alien and <laughs> thought that babies do come from storks yep um yeah I mean, so can, there's like a yeah. stork making a nest on her garage, which yes. made her think that she is going to have a baby. Right. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. So, like, it's played up for the joke that Brittany obviously doesn't know what pregnancy is. Um, but then yes. this, in turn, cuts to Will doing jazzercise with some other teachers, led by Holly Holiday, which is completely, like out of the blue like we have no reason for this to be happening yeah except for the fact that it allows will to tell holly that she's right we need to educate these kids because they don't know shit yeah and i guess they just needed something for these characters to do as they yes. had this talk uh and it, they are like let's make it pelvic thrusting that'll be great yeah um, well <laughs> yes they're so they're doing jazzercise Finally, after the class ends, I think Holly is a pretty good jazzercise teacher, by the way. Yes. She uh, decides that she's going to come to Glee Club uh, so that they can soften the blow a little bit. They're t- Will is worried about making sex education titillating. He wants it right. to be informative. Yes. Uh, Holly is like, well, we can do that by, you know, metaphor, metaphor, hiding vegetables and food. Yes. Um. <laughs> Let's hide sex and song, I yes. guess, is the Yes, idea. and she she also hits on Will a little bit here, and it's like... Yeah, she, she makes a pass. Yeah. 
which Will's face responds accurately to this, which is shock because really no one should be making any passes at Will. But anyway. Um, oh, you're mean. I know. It's, but it's like, not like Matthew Morrison is unattractive. He no, is quite Aryan and it's just, it's just that It's just that Will's personality has so yeah. ruined Will's him for me. Will's personality is like, terrible. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so this, then we cut to the choir room. Speaking we cut of, to our, yeah, oh, yeah, speaking of terrible personality... <laughs> <laughs> Will writes sexy on the on the whiteboard. Yes. And he says he says the word in a well in a way you shouldn't say it to teens. Yes. Who are supposed to be your students. Well, yeah, so let's talk about this for a second. Holly just gave us the example of hiding people like hiding vegetables and food to trick children into yes. eating them. Yes, yes, yes. You don't do that by then calling the dish like secret broccoli. broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what are you talking? Like, why did you think that, like, oh, we're going to teach them about sex. I know what we should do. We should sing about sex because that won't be obvious of what we're trying to do. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really understand. Based on the last scene when Will was like, I don't want to make sex education titillating. But this next scene is confusing. Yes. Because, okay, so here's what happens. Rachel says, something extremely smart she's like is this the appropriate forum for that right Uh, once will starts talking about sex yes Uh, there is a fun little bully moment from santana where she's like is sexy a like a component of regionals this year because let me tell you we're not going to get anywhere with rachel barry in those tights (laughs) yep Uh, pretty great (laughs) yes and finally uh holly holiday enters the scene and she's like listen I'm going to make this less weird by just being cool for yes. once. Yeah. <laughs> she talks about, she's, here's the, here's the best phrase. Sex. It's just like hugging, but wetter. <laughs> she's not wrong. No, uh, <laughs> no, she's not. Um, but yeah, it's, so what's great at like the thing that I thought was funny about the scene um, is even before Holly comes in, will has a very hard trouble saying the word sex. Like he doesn't want yes. to say it. So he like uses like a really long drawn out sentence that is pretty shitty and like, doesn't make any sense. Um, but then, yeah, like you're saying, Rachel brings this up and then Holly comes in. She's like sex. What's up? Yep. What's up? Dinguses. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> What's up? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Let's talk about boning, but yeah. So, um, she calls the nice part. So Holly calls out Finn for the hot tub lie from season one, which yep, is great. The hot we, tub lie. We and never then, got resolution about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Finn is like, I've always been dubious. Yeah. Then, <laughs> Which I was surprised Ra- Finn she, knew that word, to be quite honest. <laughs> then she calls Rachel and Quinn frigid. Yeah. Um, seemingly yep. almost as a joke. Like she's like, <laughs> like, she almost, she seems like she might regret saying that, which is comes up a couple times in this episode where shit comes out of holly's mouth where she's like what why did i say that yeah exactly so, <laughs> honestly fun. yeah honestly i just love holly holiday and i'm so I happy she's back like but anyway yes she she's, she sings joan jett's do you want to touch me um yeah which leads great. yeah it leads to some very strippy choreography which i'm not complaining yeah, like Britana that's not supposed to be an insult her, yeah Britanna are her backup dancers and there is some striptease sort of moves. Yeah. Uh, where jackets get half taken off. You know, it's all about the tease. Yes. And this is where it gets really, like, sort of incongruous with the idea that Will didn't want to make 
sex yes. education titillating because this song is you know there's pretty there's yeah it's, it's sexy, pretty it's sexy fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes well and so it even gets to so part of the problem with this number it's a great number um but will like is so obviously turned on the whole time it's so uncomfortable yeah. like it's like he, it keeps he holds flashing. up a sign to okay here's the thing one this might be holly's attempt to seduce will I okay think it might sure be. okay tbh uh there is a point where will holds up a sign that he's written that says too much question yes. mark and holly's just like nope yeah well i mean so that's like the only shot we get of will where i'm like oh like he does understand that this is like questionable because every other mm-hmm. shot of him he is just like drooling like he's got yeah, like his mouth open, true. tongue lolling over Holly Holiday, and it's so gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, wouldn't you be? I mean, she's yeah, probably. Holly well, that's uh, I, Quinn yeah. and Rachel yeah. end up joining in near the end, and yes. everyone's dancing and just having a great ass time. Love yes. it. Well, and yeah, so um, this is. I you say you think that this might be her trying to seduce Will. The thing is, I think Holly Holiday is just this type just, of person you know like yeah she just chooses sexuality exactly um sure. but yeah uh the fun part is at the end of this number holly holiday ends it with a nice line that is a warning about how sex with someone is having like having sex with someone is having <laughs> yeah. sex with all of their previous partners and everyone has a rando <laughs> so Which is, it's pretty great i mean yes. the delivery is really on point um and I can definitely support Holly Holiday's message of wanting to inform teenagers and also make sure they use condoms. I think yes. all like those are really admirable causes to fight for as a sex ed teacher. Yes. Next scene is at the Lima Bean with Clayne and yes. surprisingly Sue. Right. Well, we haven't. I feel like it's been light years since we've seen Jane Lynch. Although I think last week, no, last <laughs> week was the alcohol scene or the she alcohol was in one. It. Sue was in the one before that where she was in Glee Club. Um, anyway, it doesn't Sue matter. Was, was in the was in the alcohol one too. Yeah, it's hard. Listen, that one's a little fuzzy. It's hard <laughs> to remember. <laughs> but yes, uh, the fun part is she does call Kurt sweet, sweet porcelain, um, which yep. we have not heard in a while. But uh, there, like we were saying, Blaine and Kurt are at the lima bean, um, and Sue has announced that she is here to uh, get a scalding hot coffee for her coffee enemas as well yep. as talk strategy for regionals. She snooped into the choir room and saw that Will had written sexy on the whiteboard and yes. interprets it as uh, Will realizing that New Directions has no sex appeal. Right. So they need to sex it up for regionals. Yes. And after Sue tells them this, she's like, so what can you, what do you, what can you give me, Porcelain? What's, what do you got? And Kurt's like, I don't want to tell you anything like, yeah what I, are you talking I, about i'm not and here to sue's be in cahoots like, with you yeah and sue's like well i really should have clarified what our agreement would be before i shared my dirt I'm yeah gonna go well she also has the line you just made a powerful enema which Stupid. i guess was the whole point of the coffee enema joke before but like very dumb yeah, you know what's fun and you know what's fun about that though it's like what? it's a nice meta joke with the fact that and it's not intentional, obviously. Glee has no idea what's yeah. happening. Um, but, like, I feel like coffee enemas are definitely something that Goop would 
advertise and like oh, support. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, but no one should do a coffee enema. No, <laughs> no uh, one should do any enema. Tbh, they're not yeah. great yeah. for you. No, but coffee especially. Like, oh, I just, I, I we don't have time <laughs> to get into that here. But like the. The <laughs> shitty people that have pushed coffee enemas as like cures for cancer and shit, like, yeah, can that's fuck right up. off. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So Blaine, the, like, the end of the scene, yeah. the end of the scene. Listen, yes. <laughs> Blaine, Blaine's like, all right, I have an idea based on what was just said, and Kurt gives him a look of like, what the what? And Blaine has decided that warblers need to become. This is a quote. Sexified for region. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Well, you know the one thing you see the the one thing you definitely see when you look at Kurt is sexy. So, um, yeah, it's that's definitely. Really, I mean, this. Okay, listen. Chris Colfer at this time is he is an unblemished piece of porcelain. It's true. Right. Yes. So in his like cherubic. Image does not really conjure any sort of, like, sexual ideas for me, No, personally. yeah. I, I don't think he does for anyone, hopefully, because he literally <laughs> well, looks like a six-year-old. Like, Isn't that part of the joke? Yes. No, that is, episode? but it's just, I think it's funny because what better way to terrify Kurt than be like, yeah. hey, we're going to be sexy at regionals this year. <laughs> like, he does look terrified at the end of the scene. The yes. next scene is in the teacher's lounge with yes. Will, Emma, and surprisingly Shannon, even though she has no lines. <laughs> yep. Well, she has kind of a line. Kind of a line. Yes. She and Will are eating lunch before Emma comes in. Yes. The nub and gist of this is that Emma is upset that Ho- Holly Holiday came in to preach about sex and yes. she didn't get a chance to uh, say that abstinence is an option. Yes. Will invites Celsabee Club. I cannot say it. Celsabee. I'm not Celisabee? saying it wrong. I'm saying it wrong. Say it right for me. Celibacy. Celibacy. I there got it go. right that time. There you go. Celibacy um, Club yeah. is invited to Glee to Perform do a number, a number themselves. Yes. Um, there is a note that I wanted to make where Emma does accuse Will. She, she's like, why don't you just pair them up and buy them all motel rooms? And like, he, he did, tried he to did, do that. He's done that. Like, he tried to he's do that, that on Valentine's Day. So, yeah, like, good point. Um, <laughs> but, yes, the, the fun part is that um, uh, Emma ends this interaction by, by because she got invited to do a number. She's like, I'm going to nail her to the wall, talking about holly holiday or something like that and then shannon snorts at that because it is very funny coming out of emma's mouth which is her like pseudo hey sam guess what it's a sex joke the next (laughs) scene is pisces in the hallway lauren approaches puck to make a sex tape she talks about how she wants fame she wants to be like a kardashian fine whatever yeah well Puck fun... is excited at the chance of getting to like <laughs> have sex. Boobs, I, I think, guess. yeah. No, um, yeah. the 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 fun part about this scene that I I thought was they never say the word sex in this scene. No, they don't. <laughs> they, they just imply strongly. They imply. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, and yeah. Th- the other good part of the scene is the way that uh, Puck is. He's like dazed as yes. soon as Lauren <laughs> does the implying. He's like, wait. 
I just sort of whited out for a minute there. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm really lightheaded right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but yes. Um, but we're going to come back to that. Don't worry. If you've watched this episode, you understand. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. The sex tape storyline it goes somewhere we promise yes um but next let's let's go let's check in with the ladies of crawford country day school because we have never heard of them before and we'll never see them again um blaine and the warblers yeah blaney and the warblers um have decided that they are going to do a sexy song for these for these (laughs) school girls um like yikes yeah um i do you want to talk about the speech because i didn't really take any notes on it the but speech um, is bad okay <laughs> he talks about like uh like how sexy they're going to find the number they do yes like, he's like hold on to your socks girls yes. wink like ew stop yes it. Um. So it's, the war. Yeah, it's go bad. For it. Yeah, the okay, warblers. They're also sing. in like oh. a fucking empty warehouse. Yes. Well, Maggie, <laughs> this is real. Maggie, this is Dalton. Is it <gasps> Sam? <laughs> he's ta- he's taken down the facade, and I mean, this is this is actually Dalton. This is the inside of it. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh my um, god. But yeah. So the the warblers sing "Animal" by Neon Trees. Um, which is a pretty good song, like, and it's well yeah, sung. Yeah, I think it's a great song. Yeah. Um, there end up being some, like, there's, like, a foam, that they have, like, a foam yeah. gun kind of thing, there's, and, like, beach balls. bubbles. Um, yeah. It's weird. Here's yes. Here's a couple things about the scene. Clayne take the lead in the number. Um, yes. But I would say that the, it sounds auto-tuned. Yeah. Did, did you catch that? Like, it just feels like... It's computered. I am not a. I'm not a fan. It's That's not fair. like rough enough for me. Okay. Um, fair enough. Especially in comparison to the like neon trees version of it, sure. which does not sound like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. The bubbles. Yes. It it's fucking ridiculous. It's yes. stupid. It is stupid. No, it's it's like it's it, super you know dumb. those like like foam parties those exist yes. right i've definitely yes. never been to one uh because listen i don't want to be covered in water close to strangers at any point i hate yeah. rain and well, i don't want to go to water parks so foam parties are out <laughs> i mean maggie the other thing is foam parties at least from what i have heard typically happen at like gay clubs where people sure. don't wear many clothes like you do it in your underwear sure. so like oh totally yeah it's to make sure you're squeaky clean before you all bone down <laughs> gross um well, you know you want those orgies to be clean i agree they should pass out toothbrushes yeah but anyway um, um yeah the other, the other part is that kurt and blaine take all the all the song like there's very yes. little warblers in this song which only serves our our like Blaine meta premise. Yes. Because why would the Warblers entertain this like empty warehouse foam party? They right. wouldn't. They'd right. be like, "This is bullshit. We're not going to get to use scaffolding this tall on the right. stage at regionals." So this choreography is bunk. Like, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It's stupid. Yeah, it's it's well, and uh, yeah, I mean, the issue is <laughs> at this point, I'm so invested into this idea that like i can't accept anything else um also because every time i watch them every time i watch (laughs) them well every time i watch them now 
I'm just on the hunt for these clues. Mostly because I also watch them mm-hmm. with Chris and he'll be like, yeah. well, how about that? That doesn't fit with it. And I'm like, oh, just wait. Like, you know. No, the clues are everywhere. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, the end of the scene after the song gets sung, Blaine gets some digits from well, these schoolgirls, and he yes. turns them down. Yes. And also, Which, the, yeah, we, we didn't I guess know- it's to remind us after he said all those, you know, sexy things to girls earlier. No, don't. Don't worry. He's still into dudes. Um, right. Well, and also, and yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say it's to prove. Yeah, it's to prove that he is sexy. Because we didn't say this, but like during the number, we get a lot of close ups on Blaine's face and on Kurt's face. And yeah. Blaine's face, for a lot of it, we, we've come. I mean, to be fair, we usually get close ups on Blaine's face during these numbers anyway, because he's soloing. But um, like Blaine's face during this number is markedly confused. Like, like he is yes. very obviously like confused by something, um, which is fun. But yes, let, let's talk and about the conversation. And he keeps looking at Kurt. Like he looks m- more confused after looking at Kurt. That's yes. the vibe. Yes. Um. Yeah. He ha- They have a conversation. Clayne. Uh, yes. They discuss Kurt's general squareness. About yes. How all of his faces were not sexy. They look like gas panes. Right. Um, that is a direct quote from the show. This yes. can only be to torment Kurt. Right. right. No, yes, because, like, yeah, again, Kurt can't do sexy. Like, he just can't. He looks like a six-year-old. Like, you know? It I just... think, I mean, Chris Colford does end up, like, Kurt as a character does gain pretty massive amounts of sex appeal once he realizes, um, that, you know, yeah. that he's that he has that in inside of him right you know? yes uh, after after the sex talk he has later this episode he just blooms like a flower well that's not and, right but you well, know no but uh, i, I and, think uh, yeah yeah i think but you're honest the the problem here is that um in the past like we haven't really seen kurt as like a sexual being i guess besides the fact that excuse me he is openly gay yeah he's openly gay and he's in love with blaine um but, like, there was, in season one, we did some stuff where he was, like, messing around with Britney, you know? And, like, yeah. so I feel it's a little retconny right now where they're, like, I mean, and we haven't even gotten to it really yet, but, like, the fact that Kurt doesn't really seem comfortable with sex. Um, yes. It's just, like, really? Well, like, it could po- it could possibly be because he has fallen in love with a boy for the first time. Yeah. And this boy himself is confronting him about not being sexy that sucks yes well (laughs) like so we'll we'll get to that in just a second here first let's have an interlude kurt describes himself like as a baby penguin yes in his knowledge of sex (laughs) and um like romance yeah yes cute yes the Um, next scene is more gay shit which i am down with <laughs> yes, so we are in. I, I believe it's Brittany. No, no, it's Santana's bedroom because we've seen Brittany's bedroom. It's Santana's room before. because yeah. Brittany's room has pictures of herself in it. Right, we've seen it already. To, to remind us, Maggie, that she is a person that has pictures of herself. <laughs> She's not an alien. Look, no. she she could be captured on film. <laughs> Look, at, um, well, and do you remember? I, I don't remember there being any child pictures in her room. No, there there are. Oh, okay. She's a little bit younger. Mm. Not too young, but definitely a little bit younger. Hmm, okay. okay. It still works. Superman yes. had pictures of himself when he That's was a kid. That's true. That's true. 
That's a good point. Anyway, you're, so, so we're in Brittana Santana's are room. discussing feelings. Um, yes. It opens up with Brittany like, sitting in, from, in front of a vanity and Santana's doing her hair. Yes. That's some gay shit. I'm down. Uh, <laughs> and they're ta- Brittany is talking about how she enjoys the stuff they do together, i.e. have sex and make out, uh, but she wants to connect those things uh, with talking like she does with Artie because yes. it really makes things less confusing for her in the relationships. Right. Um, yeah. So Santana seems a little resistant to this. Um, she tells, she says that like uh, talking um, like it, it's just, it, it doesn't, she doesn't need it. Yeah, she, like she, she prefers, she, likes, she yeah. prefers it without talking. Exactly. Um, because Brittany's like, feelings make everything better. And, and Santana's like, no, feelings are terrible. Yes. Um, but there so, you go. yeah, Brittany mentions and, potentially talking yep. to an adult because the relationship that they have confuses her. Um, Which is a, it's a good moment. I feel yes. like, no, yeah, she, it's definitely Brittany's space alienness allows her to be really sincerely honest with people in a way that like is believable from us as the audience i feel yes you know no yeah i agree uh, and, and uh santana's uh, yeah. like maybe you're right <laughs> yeah well and i think part of it too is that um this is just such a good it's good message you know because yeah. it's yes. like it's like hey like if things are confusing like talk about it and like if it's yes. not working it out by talking with the specific person that's making things confusing like maybe find someone else to help talk to the two of you about it because like things are confusing yes. sometimes but santana does point out but that for- breakfast is confusing yes. for Brittany. so yeah <laughs> well sam listen sometimes it's salty and sometimes it's, times it's sweet and then if you have eggs for dinner what's that it's it's called breakfast for dinner Brittany. it's not that hard it's, I ugh. just don't understand. But dinner is dinner and breakfast is breakfast. Uh, you humans with your arbitrary <laughs> rules for food. <laughs> Why does the anyone next scene eat is anything Pisces once food? again. Yes. Pisces once again. We are in the library. Uh, they're watching. The, or it implies that they're yes. watching a sex tape. Well, yeah. They're, they're like, we see, we see their faces over a laptop or like a laptop, I think. And like we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the screen is facing them away from us um but yeah they're just like watching some porn in the library you know yep uh holly catches them doing this and this is where we have um a sort of bad omen or bad portent yes uh, this is this is where the voodoo begins yes this is where this is where the spell was cast um (laughs) because holly i shouldn't laugh this no, probably not. There's a there's a scene later though that is worse than this. So Holly catches them watching porn, and she's like, "Hey, what are you guys up to?" And Lauren is like, or one of the two of them is like, "Hey, maybe you could help us. We want to make a sex tape." And Holly's yeah, like, yeah. "One, that's cool that you guys are so comfortable with your bodies, um, <laughs> and two, that's illegal because you're both under eighteen, yes. so that's going to be child pornography." Um, yep. Which, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's all we got this, there. But I mean, Glee is cursed. Yes. Oh no, it's Glee is definitely cursed. Um, so there's like a witch on the production staff who was using Glee as a like a vehicle for her evil spell. Yes. 
Well, it, Definitely. it's yeah, because we we talked about it in season one when they um, find the yearbooks where people like yes, like you know, died in ways that were eerily similar to the way that they were mocked in the yearbooks. Yes. Um, yep. Glee is just like a thing that is also that. Like it's, it's weird. True. And I also don't want to offend the witch. You know, I know Glee isn't no, running anymore, sure. but like like I think we might still get cursed, Maggie. I think we might get oh, cursed no. by doing this podcast. Just just by consuming the content, yes. the curse will pass to us. Oh. I mean, that's bad news for a lot of us then, huh? Cuz yeah. a lot of people hate Glee too. Like yes. it's not just us. No, that's true. But anyway, let's like I said, we're going to have to talk more about it in another scene yeah, like where it is be, yeah there's that and then th- these kind of things pop up from time to time where glee doesn't make seemingly a bad choice while it's being made it's only bad in retrospect and i'm, yes. I'm sorry that those moments exist yes um let's continue the next yes. scene is the sacred sexy sharing circle that I wrote circle with an S in my notes. <laughs> yes. For alliteration's well, sake. Yes. Because um, to transition us out of that library scene, um, Holly Holiday had like turned around and started walking away. And Britanna had actually been there and been like, hey, can we talk to you? And she's like, absolutely. That's what I'm here for is just to be the wise black woman to everyone here at this school because well, we don't have one of those. Well, she's definitely not black. Yeah. Uh, which well, shows that Glee is racist. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, I, I was talking about it in like the archetype sense, but obviously yes. she does not meet the criteria for some of like some of the archetype. Um, but yeah, so she, I, I don't listen. That was a joke. Glee is racist, but not specifically for this, I think. Um, yes. Yes. But yeah, so we're we're in a we're in an empty classroom. They've moved all the desks and they're sitting in the yep. center of the room on the I floor. It. It's very good. This is great. Uh, Brittany asks why they're sitting on the floor and Holly Holiday is like, we're in Japan. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. why did I say that? So that's another moment where she fucking does that. It's so yeah, weird. Well, but yeah, it's so good. And then she says the thing that you wrote down, which is they are in the s- sexy sharing circle or something like that. Um, Sacred sexy sharing circle. Yes. Uh, and she asks the two of them, if one if they think they might be lesbians or if one of them might thinks they might be a lesbian yes this like britney's like i don't know we don't talk about anything and then santana uh talks about how she's attracted to girls boys and has had a sex dream about a shrub yeah yeah she just glee glee fandom moment here there is fan fiction about shrub tana there's like (laughs) blogs dedicated to shrub tana i'm not kidding (laughs) Well, so um, I don't know if this is something we should share on the podcast, but uh, mm-hmm. a while back, I did look into a little bit of fan fiction because you had mentioned yes. something about Santana and the restaurant Breadsticks, Breadsticks um, yes. being shipped. Um, and I did find a fiction that isn't specifically about Breadsticks, but is... And I did read it. Yeah, I, I read it I all too. I did read the whole thing. It's about Santana having a sexual relationship with bread. Just bread. Yes. Any kind Just of bread. bread. Doesn't matter. And like she ends up having to remove all bread from her house because she can't yes. stand, like she cannot not have sex with I bread. Feel like, I feel like that can be explained away by a gluten allergy too. 
<laughs> well, isn't that what she's like? I think so. Um, oh, and the God. it does end up with her and Brittany. So Britannia is Endgame. Yes. But Bread plays a role in their relationship. Well, because the, the whole idea is like she's cheating on Brittany with Bread. And yeah. then at the end, it turns out it was like all a dream or something. Like, sorry yeah, if I ruined that fanfic for you. But like... <laughs> <laughs> But it was Very weird. weird overall, but, but that, uh, that, I'm sort of glad that I read it because it has offered me a new perspective. Yes. Well, and like, that's the thing is like, besides, obviously, besides the like easy yeast infection joke, um, mm-hmm. like it kind of Very fits, easy. It, it kind of fits into this like idea here where it seems, it seems like Santana might be like pansexual in like a sense of just like, you know. Yeah, th- Totally. Th- Stuff just she, gets her off. Like she's yeah, she's not confined to humans, which no. is clear because Brittany's an alien. <laughs> yes, that too. Um, but yeah, so uh, so Santana Holly Holiday kind of, yeah. c- clarifies. She's like, well, it's not about who you're attracted to, um, even if it is shrubs. I guess it's about <laughs> who you fall in love with. And yes, both of them uh, are left a little speechless at, at this as well. Yes. Uh, so Holly Holiday suggests they sing about it to each other to express their feelings um, in a way that they can both do. Right. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah. And um, they end up. So very Santana's glee. Like, very glee of them. <laughs> yes. It's like Maggie, this happened like four times in this episode where someone's like, let's yes. sing about it. Let's um, sing about it. So, but so <laughs> Santana was, Santana is like, well, I have an idea of a song in mind, but we're going to need your help to sing it. And then this Holly is the Holiday. problem with diegetic musicals, right? Yes. Is that they have to have reasons to sing instead of just singing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so then Holly Holiday is like, she gets to try out her catchphrase, which is, I thought you'd never ask. The only time we get it this I episode. Think it's cute. I it like is. the catchphrase. No, I like it too. It's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, we shoehorned it in, so that's good. Um, but uh, so <laughs> <Check>. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. But yes, so um, now we, we're going to go back to Blaine and Kurt. Um, they're they're yes. practicing sexy faces in the mirror. Yeah, I would say it's like facial training. Yes, uh, which I wouldn't say is the best way to teach someone about sex. Is no. to be like, show me what you, show me with your body what you think sex is. Well, okay, a, a, kind of a weird tactic. Yeah. So I guess here's the thing um, mm-hmm. that is part of this is that like. I guess this kind of goes back on something we were saying earlier. It's like, Will did this like sexy lesson and yes, like obviously like it's like, well, duh, sexiness is tied to sex. But like in this situation, like being sexy is different from being sexual, you know, like it's different from like having sex. So yes, like this idea that like like, Blaine is trying to show Kurt how to have sex appeal Right. right. Yes. How or at to, least like, that's play the that, yeah. sec- that like quote unquote sexy role. Right. You know, which is v- you're very right. It's different than actual intercourse. <laughs> that was a bummer. What I just said, <laughs> but I think the idea comes across if we're just blunt with our words. Yeah. Well, but see, so that's the thing, though. It's like this scene transitions so fast into Kurt being like, it "I don't does. want to talk about sex," and Blaine being yes. like, "But you should know." what sex is kurt and then kurt's like get out of my house like (laughs) that is exactly what happens 
Um, Because Kurt talks, Kurt like laments his lack of knowledge. Blaine professes to have some knowledge and is like, I'll I'll tell you the knowledge I have. And Kurt, well, (laughs) it's a hard no from him. Well, it's in a fun, it's, I don't know. It's just funny because it does come off as like Blaine being like, well, I don't know everything, but like I found all of these puzzle pieces. Do you want to compare our puzzle pieces and see if we can put it all together? <laughs> put yeah. it all together. It definitely feels like kind of kind of like some stumbling seduction. Yes. yes. Honestly, um, which yeah. okay, let's talk about it for a second. They did confess to each other in the Valentine's Day episode, or rather, Kurt confessed to Blaine. Right. So, like, there's definitely tension there, or would be if this was a well-written story. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Well, Maggie, you see, instead of having tension between them, the tension is mm-hmm. that Kurt doesn't want to know things about sex because watching porn makes him feel sad. So <laughs> Yeah, watching watching porn makes him think about um like how yeah how, how they're all children, how yes. they all have mothers. Yes. Like <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so instead of instead of there being tension between them, the tension is that Kurt isn't a fully developed human being. Um, do you think it's do you think it's uh like glee feeling uncomfortable with like gay sexuality? Yes. Do you think that's what this is? Yes. No, I think so. Mostly cuz like we we get some resolution about that in this episode, but we, we don't do. get anything about actual like gay yeah. sex. Like which to be fair, we don't really get anything about straight sex either. We get a cucumber no. and a packet of a condom next so to we know- it. We know there's like, a penis in there somewhere. Right, exactly. Well, there was a phallic object. We saw it. But, I mean, to be fair, she also does help Brittany and Santana. So, like, maybe yes. Glee was trying to, like, cover its bases and be like, oh, look, we're inclusive of all the sexes. But then... Yeah, I think that was definitely the, definitely the intention. Like, it's but, like, yeah. here's sex five ways. Here's <laughs> our show. Yeah. But at the same time, it means that, like... We don't get any real information about any of no. them. You know? Yeah. Like, lesbian could sex. could be the intention. Maybe, like, Glee doesn't... W- Glee wants to support sex sex education, but it doesn't want to be sex education. Right. You know? Which, honestly... I could appreciate that. They should... Yeah. Maybe that's right. Maybe they shouldn't be sex education. Because, honestly, the idea I get of lesbian sex from this episode is that they sing at each other. So... <laughs> But anyway, the the times that we have gotten, like, we see sex happening, or if there's implied sex happening, they're always in the same position. Like, every single couple. Their hips are completely, like, apart, and one of them is, like, half lying on top of the other person. That is what sex is to Glee. The point of the show isn't to, like, provide sex education. It's to kind of provide a platform for saying that we should have sex education so say that like i think you have a really good point when the show says like the show is not trying to be sex education but trying to advocate for sex education yeah um which i can appreciate you know it's um it's a musical show um i don't i don't need to hear about the details of penetration no yeah in between like Katy perry numbers you know i'm okay (laughs) uh the but yeah, so, next yeah. scene is uh after the clane facial tri- the the clane argument yes uh we see will and holly they are in the choir room seemingly late at night yes and will has invited her here to rehearse what he yeah. calls 
Kiss by Prince as a tango. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. The production. How do you feel about it? Do you, the production you like it? on this number is so high. Um, <laughs> like, it is surprisingly good. It is also non diegetic. It right. does not. It's a dream sequence. We should yes. say that. Yes. Because um, what ends up happening, like, so there are, like, bands, kids there somehow, like, for yep. some reason. Um, but uh, as uh, Will and Holly kind of start doing this tango, um, it cuts to, I believe it's the auditorium stage because that's really I the only set is. that they have. But um, yeah. the, it's <laughs> Will and Will and Holly and like three other random couples, like random adults we've never seen before. They're all like, yep. ga- they're, they're, they all have like really nice outfits um, befitting a tango. They're tangoing. Yes. And there's like, like l- candelabra type like lighting structures yeah, and stuff. Like, like, like- Phantom of the Opera, like Phantom yes. of the Opera light, you know? Not yes. too many candelabras, but there are definitely some candelabras. Exactly. Uh, there is some fog as well. Uh, Holly is wearing like a sort of like ro- like black romper with half of a skirt on top of it. It's interesting. Uh, there's some like throwing of, like people get thrown around. It's a yes. very athletic tango. Uh, and the number sounds fine. Yes. Um, no, it's it's a yeah, fine number. Um it's just, it's one of those things where I was like, why is this here? It just, it was random. Like, it didn't make sense. Why is this number here? Like, no. Well, it, it it is fun, though. Um, yeah. And it's it's here because Will is taking his turn at seducing Holly. Right. After he uh, saw the Do You Want to Touch number, I, I guess he was just feeling fired up. Yep. Uh, and wants to sing Kiss at her. He does yes. that as yes. they dance. Uh, and... They make out at the end after yes. they talk, they sing the last kiss and then they kiss. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, so they kiss and we're back in the choir room um, and Shu asks her out. He's like, hey, yep. I'm interested in you. Would you like to go out with me or whatever? He's not a teenager, but he essentially says it that way. And then Holly turns him down in a very dramatic fashion. Yeah, like... it, it's very dramatic. She just dra- she describes herself as damaged goods, yes. which is a loaded Oof. phrase. I don't appreciate its usage here. And she is like, you've only been out with your high... You married your high school sweetheart, and then you dated a virgin. Like, yeah. we are not compatible, sir. Yes. Um... So, yeah, and then I think she leaves and she's like, you'll do the number by yourself and it'll be fine or whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so it looks like for now that is a non-starter. Um, next, we move Let's to the see. Hummel Tire Shop. Uh, we haven't really been here too often. For a while. But, since um, uh, since yeah. his heart attack, I think. Since Bert's yes. heart attack. Yep. But so Blaine arrives um, to talk to Bert at the auto shop. Um, Bert is surprised that Blaine knows about car stuff because he is, I'm guessing, like, I mean, I'm, and this is just because, you know, I don't blame Bert anymore. I blame the show, but it's like a typical, like, homophobic response of being like, oh, gay guys don't know anything about car stuff, you know? Well, in the same way that, like, because. Yeah. Like, I, I imagine Kurt knows something about car stuff because it's what yes. his dad does. Yeah. But he might have a certain disdain for it. So maybe right. he assumes yeah. Blaine has it too. Um, yeah, well, and I, I feel like it's not yeah. necessarily a homophobic thing, but more like a misogynistic thing where it's like it is. anyone who's not super manly doesn't know stuff about cars, 
Even though, like, yes. there are plenty of women and gay men who know stuff about cars, even though they I like think you're dick, right. you know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, Blaine, Blaine, yeah. He, yeah, go for he it. talks about how he knows about cars because he and his dad uh, repaired a car. I don't know. He said he said it in the show, but <laughs> I can't did. remember, and I didn't write it down. Neither did I, because we're not car people. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because of our name. Yes. Um, whatever. Blaine flatters Bert a little bit by talking about how good of a person Kurt is and how he really envies the relationship the two of them have. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, what and is, what does he use this flattery to? What is his aim, Sam? Tell well, me. Well, yeah. So he's trying to get Bert to talk to Kurt about sex because he knows yes. that, like, he's he's tried to talk to Kurt about sex and it did not go well. Kurt kicked him out. You'll remember. Um, but he thinks that Bert's relationship with Kurt will allow him to do so. Also, if he really is a devious mastermind, what mm-hmm. like? He hasn't really done much to like make the relationship between Bert and his father or Bert and Kurt like hard. Except last episode yeah. where he did sleep in Kurt's bed and then Bert yes. saw him and then it led to like that whole terrible thing that happened where I well, really dislike both when, of their that's characters. That's when Blaine that like when Blaine met Bert, right? He was like, yeah. Hey, I can extort this this point of Kurt's life as well. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, so he his aim, at least from what I can tell, is to make Kurt's life an awkward hell where his father, <laughs> one of his last trusted confidants, yes. is also attacking him with the sex knowledge that Kurt does not want to know about. Um, it's very, like, um, it's very subtle and, like, slight. Um, yes. Like, like, negative thing, right? It's not a very, like horrible no, thing yeah. to do but it's definitely not nice no like, it's, it's like it's just it's such a funny like I, I just think it's such a funny thing where it's like who would talk to someone else's dad and be like you need to have the talk with my friend because they don't know also, enough about sex like don't forget blaine is younger than kurt <laughs> yes that's the best <laughs> like what's what's also great about this is that Blaine also makes this a very awkward exchange for Bert because he's like, <laughs> yes. what if Kurt goes to a party and oh, you know God. he drinks a little bit and he and some random guy just start like fooling around like he'll need to know how sex works or else he might like, you know, not use protection or something like, you know, it's just like, oh, God, it's horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's very so good. bad. Uh <laughs> It is a horrible scene to sit through, honestly. Yes. The next one is oh, much yes. better. It's yes. still some gay shit, so great. Strap in. Uh, yes. It's the lesbian landslide, everybody. Yes. Oh my god, Here that's such a good name. We have yes. a we have a trio sitting in front of the Glee Club. It is Holly, Brittany, and Santana. Holly is in the middle. She has an acoustic guitar yes. with her. And they sing landslide by stevie nicks santana is immediately crying yes (laughs) no yeah santana definitely has a like a realization about who she is during this song like yeah she is so she it's like she looks at britney and starts crying yes it's rough um the song sounds great though and oh, yes, the emotion yes. feels real i think naya rivera's performance is really impressive yes um yeah how do you feel about it 
Oh, I I love this number. Most of all, because like one, this song is just so good. The song's like, great. The song is such a good song anyway. And then add the layer of like Santana having like an emotional like coming to Jesus moment is just yeah icing on the cake. Um, but uh, yeah. So they sing this. Santana and Britney like look at each other. I do have a question though. Why did they do this in yeah. front of Glee Club? Like. Um, couldn't they have just sung this by themselves and like had a moment yeah, where I like the, I said I thought the vibe of this week like the theme for this week was sexy so is landslide is not I well, wouldn't say it's overtly sexual <laughs> see that yeah because so uh, after they finish the song we get a moment where Rachel points out the oh, lesbian yes. nature of it no She's, let me let me read you the quote verbatim because I wrote it down here it is. Can I applaud this trio for exploring the uncharted world of sapphic charm? Brava. Brava. Yeah, like, okay. like I love it. How did this... I mean, here's the thing. Like, we do... Like, we know because we sat in that in the um, sexual sharing circle with these yes. three ladies um that like but this no one is else like, out there yeah no one I else thought about that too it's <laughs> like, weird <laughs> because like, like it's just a it's just an acoustic song yes. uh, that they sing as britney and santana cry at each other it's yes. rough well uh, and at the end of the song though. we see yeah i think britney her eyes look a little bit watery okay maybe you're reading she doesn't cry that. though <laughs> whatever um, but, yeah. we get a moment at the end of the number where Sam and Artie are sitting next to each other and Sam turns to Artie and he's like, isn't it great that our girlfriends are such good friends? Yeah. I well, wish we were close like that. Yeah. <laughs> such a cheap joke, but it's so good. Um, Artie's face. He, he's kind of like, bitch. <laughs> but yeah. If um, you knew. Yes. I, I, I feel like Artie might know. Um, yeah. Just based on that look. Yeah, well, and that's uh, we, we're gonna have to talk about this later in this episode anyway. But like, um, yeah, it's just it's very good. Sam is very oblivious, and it like because at the end of this at the end of this number, Santana like gets up and like hugs Brittany and like whispers in her ear and is like, "Thank you, thank you." And it's <laughs> it's like very wrought with emotion, but it, yes. so my like defense mechanism for that is to like laugh really hard because it's like oh. Because it's really good, but at the same time, I'm it's very cute. uncomfortable with the fact that they did this in front oh. of Glee Club. Like, why? Yeah, they did do it in front of Glee Club, which yeah. sucks. I feel yes. like I feel like Holly Holiday could have just pulled out her acoustic <laughs> acoustic gu- guitar in that um that uh sexy sh- sharing circle, and yes. they could have just done it there. They didn't need right. to do it here. No, um, but yeah, and then like we're saying, I, I guess the main reason that like. Like this, I agree. This song is very emotional, but I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's sexy. So I think no. the only reason that they would think that is because the week's theme is sexy. So like, but why? But like, is the week's theme even sexy? What are they even doing? Regionals I mean, is in two weeks. What yes. the fuck, Maggie? Maggie, you and I both know that they don't pull, they don't put together anything for regionals. They always pull it out of their ass at the last moment. Um, this is like a weird week off. Last week, the Blame It on the Alcohol week was all about preparing for the assembly at the end of the yes. week. O- okay. Yes. And uh, this week has nothing. Holly Holiday's here. That's the week. Yes. Well, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow came back. Um, 
But yeah, so let, let's let's keep moving. We've got some Sells more of the episode Club, to talk about. Number yes. two. Yes. Here we are. Uh, Emma's still running it. She yes. still has that gavel. But we uh, do have a new addition to the club. It's Puck. Yes. He- here's um, the scene, guys. Yeah. So, well, so first, before we get into it, um, Emma does have a really nice line. Where she opens the meeting of Celtics Club and, and you know cheers the fact that not one member has had an unwanted pregnancy in almost a in year. In over a year. <laughs> no, almost a year, Maggie. Not over a year. Almost a year. Cause... Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um. But so, uh, Puck gives a little spiel here, where he talks about how the reason he is in Celtics Club is because. The yeah. sex the the sex tape that he and Lauren was going to make would result in his arrest, and so he's hit rock bottom and he's trying to climb his way out. And yeah, he's trying to set himself straight. Honestly, this scene is so harrowing. In yeah, it really is. Contrast to reality, like it is not okay. Um, it's just really upsetting to be quite honest. Like. Glee didn't know what it was doing, though, so we do. Yeah, we should but... say that. <laughs> Maggie, maybe Glee caused this. Maybe God, Glee was. I, I hate that idea, but it might be true. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, like Ugh, I mean, so here, rough. if if you don't know, the actor who plays Puck, Mark, Mark Salling, S- Salling, um, yep, ran into legal issues. A year, two years ago or so. Yeah, um, he was found guilty of child pornography. Yes. And uh, yeah. Early, I think it was earlier this year uh, in 2018. It was, or it was the I end of last year. I want to say it was like right before his sentencing hearing. Yeah. That's what I want to say. He ended up committing suicide. So yeah. honestly, it's really upsetting to see this because this is literally what happened. And it's just... Yeah. It's anyway... Bummer. Yeah. So, let's, what ends up let's happening? Let's pick it back up. Yeah. Let's pick it back up. We're gonna we're gonna zoom right into the next number. Try to get our spirits up because it's a funny one. Uh, Emma is happy that they do have a boy in Glee Club. Yes. Uh, but Puck is like, oh, I, I don't know. We need more than just me. And Emma's like, yes. you'll have more than just you. Let's let's go to the number right now. Yes. It's afternoon so, delight, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Yes, John Stamos has joined them. You'll remember he plays yes. Carl. He's uh, playing the drums. Yes, he's playing the drums and he is singing along with them. Um, they're singing Afternoon Delight. Um, you might know this joke from Arrested Development because it happened six <laughs> years before this episode. But the yes. idea is that someone saw the name of this song and was like, huh, and they heard it. And they're like, oh, this is a wholesome song about wholesomeness and then they decided to sing it as a way of being not gross and offensive and then they are gross and offensive like yeah the celibacy <laughs> the they're wearing it i'm selling i'm t- uh saying uh celibacy wrong again oh said it right that time fuck there yes you, go. you got it uh so they're all wearing costumes oh the my God. girls are wearing uh like a high-necked blue blouse and long floral skirts like all the way to yes. the floor Yes. Uh and and the boys, uh John Stamos and Puck are wearing white jeans and blue tops with bolo ties. Well, um, I it's more like an ascot it's a bolo really. Scarf? Yeah, it's yeah. it's more like an ascot, like this like dark blue ascot. They they definitely <laughs> they definitely re like evoke that cult look again. 
Um, <laughs> yes, which is so unfortunate. <laughs> um, but yes, so uh, the thing is that like if you don't know this song, it's a song about sex. But the guy who <laughs> yes. the the guy who wrote it, like I, I was reading about it because the guy who wrote it, it, it came out in like the seventies, and the guy who wrote it was like he wanted to make a song about sex that didn't sound like it was about sex like yeah like literally <laughs> verbatim is what he has said about it so i mean it's that is this song for sure yes if you haven't seen the original video of uh the original music video for the song seek it out sam sent it to me today it is wild it is very yes. good <laughs> Yes. Um, there is a part where they're like zooming in on uh like the slide guitar player but the way that they're they're standing it's just zooming in on their butts like <laughs> oh, what the it, fuck it, it's so good it is it's very just good. like them and they're in like a music studio also yeah. <laughs> well and there's some like there's some like video so, work where so it's great. like they reflect the image like oh it's so good anyway which um, glee definitely evokes the mu- the original music video as well yes. uh with the way that they have like some some like lens 70s lens flare on the lights yeah <laughs> yes uh, very uh, like like smooth uh smooth like soft rock kind of vibes i yes. love it yes um so yeah so at the end of this so it's fun because we see the glee club reacting to this and it, like most of them you can tell do know that this song is in fact about sex the um, song is severely cut short as well yes, yes. And i don't think it was sold on itunes um well, total bummer, yeah. man. I think it's yeah. a great version. <laughs> it is. Um, Rachel's but, really yeah. ha- like having her time. She of is uh, screaming. Uh, Emma is also having a very good time. She's like smiling <laughs> the whole time. Yes. It's great. Well, and the end of it. Uh, yeah. So yes. we see the Glee Club reaction. Everyone's pretty into it. And the end of it, Holly is like, hey, so that song is good. Um, but it's about sex, so why yes. are you singing it? Well, and then that's when we find out that Emma thinks that the song is about Fireworks. pie. Like, like, yeah. yeah, she thinks it's about, like, the bicentennial celebration and, like, <laughs> pie and fireworks. And, like, oh, it's it's sweet, <laughs> but, like, it's a very good joke. Because, <laughs> like, but, um. It is. Emma, yes. okay, Emma's, like, just kind of oblivious about, like, like a sexual element to things because yes. she's ace and they are, they're just not saying it. Right. Well, I, yeah. Um, I think the problem is that it's well, also kind it of as mixed... a problem that she yeah. is like, that she has little sexual knowledge and doesn't care to learn it. Right. Like, I, 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 yeah. The issue that I have, is I think they're wrapping it up in also her like problems with yes. OCD. Yep, and like that is up. much more problematic to me. Like, I'd be fine with it if she was just ace, but she, the problem is that she's not. The reason that they yeah. talk about, like, the reason they're making her character this way is because, as to quote her from the beginning of this episode, she's scared of the hose monster. Like, which is, yeah, what? Like, it just makes her seem childish. Is the problem? Like, anyway, yeah. yeah so, well, it's not. It's not done in any sort of artistic way. No. It's it's done very slapdash, yes. which if you're going if listen, if you're going to insult an entire group of people, um I think you really should do it in a well thought out, pointed way rather yes. than just uh you know, being shitholes with no direction. 
Right. Which um, also to clarify, in case um, in case you don't know what we're talking about, when we say ace, we're talking about people who identify asexual. as asexual. Asexuality. So, yes. Yeah. Um, so good job, yeah. Lee. Uh, next. Yeah. Well, in the scene, we yeah. see Holly. Uh, you know, spilling the beans and everything. And Emma is rightfully, um, you know, sort of, ah. Yes. At but, the end, uh, Carl yeah. comes up to her and is like, hey, you're still teaching sex ed here, right? And she's like, yep, that's me. Yeah. And uh, he's like, do you have office hours? <laughs> I would like to bring me and my wife. Yes. So um, we have a promise of that scene coming ahead. But before then, we have some pamphlets because we are in the yes, the pamphlets. We are, we are in the Hummel household. Um, Bert they're got not even some. Emma pamphlets. What no, they're they're from the free sex or they're from the free clinic. Um, yep. Which so they're not as exciting as Emma pamphlets, but um, he does. So Bert got some to kind of initiate the talk. Um, yep. Which. There is a fun moment where Kurt sticks his fingers in his ears and sings so that he doesn't have yeah. to do it, which Blaine specifically <laughs> said that he would do that. He would. In the yes. previous scene, which is was good. Um, uh, Bert yeah. doesn't let it, doesn't let him have it, though. He's like, hey, nope, you got to sit down. We're, We're talking do this. about this. Yeah, Blaine I think convinced it's a good me. tactic to bring yes. in the pamphlets, and he's like, these cover the exact mechanics of it all. Here you yes. go. Yep. Like... Yes. That's a um, good way to go about it, I think. And yes. um then there's a little speech yes. that he gives to Kurt. The main point of it is that sex is not just sex. Right. Um which I I wouldn't say is essentially negative, but it's a very small minded, not very sex positive view of um, sex, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well so okay, so here's like so first of all, the the scene is pretty in, endearing. Um which is sure. nice. Coming off of last week where both Kurt and Bert were really shitty people. Like, it's nice to have this moment sure. where they're being good. Um, but I, I, for me, like, I understand where you're coming from. And I thought the same thing when Bert was giving this speech. But some of these points, like, just feel really good. Like, so, Bert. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. like, he's being very supportive yes. of Kurt. Yes, uh, and there's yeah. the, his main point, like the thing that he says at the end is, "You matter, Kurt." So yeah, don't well, treat he yourself says, like you don't. Yeah, he says, "Don't throw yourself around like you don't matter," um, which yeah. I wrote down because I think that's actually a really good quote. Because I think the thing is like Bert, Bert's warning, and you were saying like he's saying like, "Don't just have sex for the sake of having sex. Like, do it when it's meaningful and it's with someone that you want to share that mo- like that time with." Um, yeah, which I think is a good a good thing to say, and I think that there are other. I think it's definitely opi- a good like, yeah. thing to say to teenagers. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think there are other viewpoints, and there are other like you know ways that you can live your life, and I think this is just one of them. But I think it's a good thing to have. Like I think it's a good representation to have. Um, and I like you're sure. saying it doesn't really come off t- as too preachy. I don't think. Like I don't no. think it comes off as like any other way of doing it is wrong. I think that it definitely just more comes off as Bert being like, this is how I view it. I think. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So anyway, so it's the a good scene. next scene is yes. Holly's office hours. Carl and Emma have come to them. Yes. And we find out almost right off the top here that Carl and Emma have not done the sexy business. They've um, been married for four months. Yes. 
I believe, is the count. Um, and Holly is just like, wow, why haven't you gotten on that? And, um, yeah. Yeah, so what... Emma just is like, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of sex, let alone having it. So Right. Which And then what, what ends up happening in this scene is Holly, like, John Stamos tells us that he has done everything he can think of to try to initiate sex with yeah. Emma in a respectful way, which is great. Um, but uh, Holly then kind of moves this in a different direction. She comes over to the other side of the desk and says, Emma, are you still in love with Will Schuster? But which, she also, she does yeah. clarify she's not a doctor. Don't right. forget. Well, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so she asks like, if she still loves Will. Um, Emma is like, Emma doesn't immediately say no, which is usually a pretty good sign in a television show that someone is still in love with someone else. Um, yes. But uh, also, she says she's confused about how she feels. And then Carl tells her that he's going to stay in a hotel because... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like is a classy move. Um, yes. Letting her stay in the condo. Uh, of course. It is very definitely turning the other cheek kind of vibes. Good job. Yep. Yeah. Carl. And yeah, what, what's... What's fun is this scene takes place in the like health, like the health class room yeah, at um, McKinley, and and on the whiteboard behind them, there's like yes, a, there's the lines. lines, there's lines that have been written that say I will not laugh during sex ed class, which <laughs> is pretty funny. But like also, I, I wrote that down and I was thinking about it. I feel like Holly would encourage laughter in her sex ed I class. Feel, you know, okay. I feel like Holly would write that as a prep for oh. a lesson. Yes. Where she's like, sex is funny. Yes. Like, yes. Ugh. Holly is wonderful. And here's Holly it, is great. In, in this scene, she does another one of the things where, um, because so Emma is like, hey, please don't tell Will that I'm still in love with him. And then Holly is like, my lips are sealed, just like your legs. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I, why did I say that? A doctor definitely wouldn't say something <laughs> like that. Which. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. It's very the good. next scene is Britanna. Yes. Um, yeah, Santana tells Brittany that she's in the closet, basically. Yes. Uh, in, in so many words that. Yeah, she. Yeah. She, Brittany she, is she, confused. Yes. Well, Brittany normally is. It's hard when there's a lot of information about a different planet that you've never been, like, you know, didn't yeah. necessarily get raised in. Um, but yeah, Santana tells us that. One, she loves Brittany, and two, she's a bitch because she's angry because she's hiding her feelings for Brittany, which yeah, yeah, I mean, sure, I'm just yeah. I don't know, like sure. why can't she just be a bitch, you know? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> she could just be a bitch because she enjoys it. Exactly. <laughs> like honestly, like she she seems to have a good time when she's being mean. Exactly. Especially to- uh, like quit, like Quinn or Finn or something. Yes, it's great. I love it. Yes, but yeah. So um, this leads to Brittany telling, or sorry, Santana telling Brittany that she wants to be with Brittany. Like she wants yeah. to date her. She loves her. She like legit <laughs> has real feelings yes. for her. She um, confesses her yes. her love. Uh, Brittany uh, reciprocates and is like, "I'm in love with you too." And Santana's like, "Great, we can be together." And yes. Santana- and uh, Brittany's like, well, I'm with Artie, though. So yeah, she she's like, I I also love Artie, and I don't want to like break his heart. 
And to which Santana... Santana yes. She responds poorly. She calls <laughs> him a stupid boy. Yes. Which I was like, I was like already being a great lesbian right there. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but to be fair, Brittany is pretty much telling Santana, like, you're my second choice. Like, like yeah. if things don't work out with Artie, then like, I'll, I'll take you up on your offer. But for right now, I'm pretty content with where I am. And it's like, ouch, like that hurts. That's not a good feel. I, so. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not great. It definitely has a sting of rejection to it. But also, like Brittany is loyal um, because yes. that's how she un- understands human relationships. Well, and that's uh. that. That's the main thing. Is I don't think Brittany really understands human relationships um, or human emotions. Sure. So I think that's the reason why we're. Caught she in does this just bit. sort of like nod a lot and talk about how confused she is. Exactly, you know? and I think the one of the main things she fits in really well as a teenager because she really evidently does not understand love very well, um, and none of these fucking bullshit people do. Like you know, speaking of the next scene, Pisces is yes. back in the hallway. Uh, Lauren just sort of like like verbally attacks Puck for turning into a nerd yes. um, and for joining celibacy club. Yes. Uh, and they end up kissing at the end. Yes. Like well, it, yeah. the argument turns around fast. Well, it's cause Puck, Puck kind of like opens up about how he really likes Lauren and is trying yeah, to, he, li- he likes wooing yeah. her. Yes. Um, he describes it as the, as second best thing in his day. After his afternoon deuce. Yes. Which, um, yes. You know, that's a pretty high, that's a pretty high praise. Pretty high bar. Um, anyway. Yeah. So she kisses him because um, she says, I want to punch you. But then she kisses him because he was being very vulnerable and like, you know, very, very like, honestly, aside to puck, we haven't really seen very much. Um, we see, and- we see that sort of stuff around Lauren though, where he's yes. just like, just tell me how to be with you. <laughs> exactly. Please. Um, and then uh, Lauren says she'll she'll also join Celibacy Club if they get to play footsie under the table. Um, Speaking of, we get the final meeting yes. of said club. Instead yes. of well, Emma at yes. the head, we have Rachel B. Barry with a full-on gavel. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yes. Uh, she's like, well, I'm taking over. Then yes. we flash to Santana, who is like, oh, are you taking over just because you take over fucking everything? Well, yeah, and then right. Rachel, well, it, it, like, no, 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 I think, well, I think Puck initially is like, hey, where's Miss Pillsbury? And then Rachel's yeah. like, she decided to spend this hour trying to fix her sham of a marriage. Um, Damn. Which is rough. Um, but yeah, and then Santana's like, no, she's just taking over because she takes over everything. So Santana's so, also there. Um, yeah, and so is Barty. Yes. Uh, we have had a couple new additions. So uh, Brittany, Artie. Uh, Puck, uh, well, he's yeah. been in, but this is his second meeting. Uh, yep. And Lauren. Yes. And, and then uh, Santana as well. Santana. Um, which, yeah, it's, I mean, it makes sense it as to why Santana's... It sort of as Santana, like, seeing that Brittany and Artie were doing this, and then it's like, yeah. being like, well, I'm going to go too. Well, obviously. honestly, in my head canon, Santana decided, mm-hmm. like, I think Santana was like, I need to get away from everything right now because i'm in a very vulnerable place and things did not go the way i wanted them to so she's like i'm gonna join celibacy club and then Brittany and Artie 
just also did. Like, oh, are just there. Oh, yeah. that's so terrible. Oh, well, no. Because it also adds to the reason why Santana is in such a foul mood. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, responding to Rachel um, taking over. But, yeah, so um, Puck then calls out Quinn for having a hickey on her neck. Um, which yep. Quinn is able to kind of... Uh, put a put a damper on that by saying like oh no i just burned myself with my curling iron or whatever yeah um, and then britney's like well that's what you did in the bat in the bathtub well, not great don't use your no. curling iron in the bathtub or in the shower or whatever well yeah because the, the best part is she's like you that's why you do it in the bathtub so you don't get burned and then lauren's icy is just like no no <laughs> but um then we get a little voiceover from quinn being like oh i almost got caught with that hickey because and then we, we yeah have a tr- small transition to quinn and finn yes uh, in i think quinn's bedroom because yes. everything is pink yeah and they are making out there you go yes well and of it is of course imp- the hickey's from finn yeah it's implied that they have had sex um because Quinn does tell Finn, she's like, I'm sorry that the stuff with Puck happened. You should have been my first. Um, yeah. And then also, Quinn is planning for prom king and queen because that is her literal only drive in this world is to be prom yes. queen. Um, which and is. Finn's just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> which. Yeah. Well, yeah, it but, doesn't it, it doesn't read super well for uh, this relationship going forward, I think. I don't know if this is going to work out. Well, it's just funny because Finn is like, but there's more here, right? Like, we're not just trying to become prom king and queen. And Quinn is like, uh-huh, sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So um, then we cut to our last scene of the episode. Um, Will is dancing with the ghost light on the stage because, of course, that's happening. Um it's kind of pathetic. And then Holly arrives to tell him goodbye because um, she is moving to a different school to teach algebra. Um, the parents complained yep. about her sex ed teaching because fucking I, I just have a lot of feelings about how <laughs> sex ed should be yeah. taught in schools and how like totally. parents shouldn't really have a say. Um, but whatever, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, Will then pushes for the relationship again and yep. Holly is into it this time. Holly is like, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's she's do like, it. yeah, I've actually uh, changed my mind because I want to have a rela- relationship that lasts more than 36 hours. Yes. And then she's like, maybe you could teach me. I, she's like, I know a lot about sex, which is like smooth move, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know a lot about sex, uh, but I don't know a lot about ro- uh, romance. And right. Will pulls her into a dip similar to the tangoing that they must have done earlier this episode during the dream sequence. Yes. Uh, and kisses her. To, he kisses her. He's like, yeah. if you, you might've heard I'm an excellent educator. And then he <laughs> Which, kisses her. Yeah. I mean, if only we could barf less all the time. I hate Will so much. Um, I think this, I think these last two minutes Instead of having this like Holly Holiday scene yeah. and the celibacy, the fuck, god celibacy. damn it, the celibacy club, club. yes, celibacy club one more time. Um, like instead of having those, we could have just had another number to yes. end the number to end the episode on a high note. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Or, or if they want to end it on like a dramatic note, 
like have Santana sing a number about how devastated she is that Brittany won't yes. dump Artie for her. Like, come on. Yes. Totally. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. One of the fun things about this scene though, that I do like is that Holly does admit that one of the reasons she's going to do this thing with Will is because Emma is in love with Will. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, she's like someone else wants somebody you, else so. in love with you. Woo. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I just feel like the the scenes could be replaced with a Melissa Etheridge song, and we could exactly. all be happy. Okay, uh, come so to my let's window. Get to the, yeah, <laughs> let's get to the podcast business. <laughs> yes. Okay, podcast business. But it's a metaphor, and metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars, stars are, are a metaphor for, for me being a star. star. Great. Okay. All right. Um. Let's get right into it. Let's get into gold stars. Um. Gold so. Stars. Uh, every week we decide who we think in this episode is, you know, worthy of getting that special gold star put next to their name. Um, and it's usually in sticker form uh, yes. because of uh, Rachel Berry's metaphor, as you heard from Rachel yes. Berry herself just a moment ago. Yes. Well, this Rachel epi- Berry and Maggie, week? but yeah. Yes, of course. Do you want to go first or yes. should I? No, I'll go first. Go. Um, I, instead of giving a single gold star, I'm going to split mine in half, as we do sometimes. Um, I'm giving half of it to Holly Holiday because she is nice. literally the best character in Glee, and half of it to Santana, because, oh, just the way that Santana's, like, like yeah, especially during totally. la- a landslide, and then, like, even during the scene where she's talking to Brittany after that, like, both of those are just so well acted, and, like... They're very good. I feel the emotion, you know? I yeah. feel it. It's earned. So, it's earned yes. emotion. Because yes. this their like relationship was set up exactly. you know, a season ago. Like yes. we feel something. Exactly. Um yeah. I would agree with you. I'm gonna uh, give my gold stars the same way you did. Hooray. Half to Holly, half to Santana. Yes. Now we're gonna do best number of the episode. Before yes. we get to it though, I do wanna say I think Afternoon Delight can fall into the comedy category for uh, yeah. uh, best song awards sure uh, i want to put um, it forward um i mean you can't like you've put in you've put all these numbers up but next week we're gonna get the song that will win that category so <laughs> oh, oh damn <laughs> so um let's get to best song for this noted. episode though yes what was yours mine was landslide because Good obviously right like there's so there's do you want to touch me which is pretty good like for being like i like it i like that one a lot yeah for there's animal yeah then there's animal which you had some issues with i i think it's not terrible though it's not a like it's it's a good song to cover it could have been done better maybe but like in general not bad um landslide and then um well there's kiss also there's kiss as a tango yeah, which is not bad, like we said. It's just I like a I like landslide the most because it fit more and it had real emotion in it, you know? Like Sure. But, I mean I wouldn't say that it was especially sexy, which is the no. point of the episode. Well, and the other yeah. the other four songs, if we include Afternoon Delight, are sexy. They're <laughs> sexy songs, man. That's true. Well, that that's the thing is, but I'm I'm saying it fit in the nature of like Sure, we're like we had like a shitty like, like oh yeah, we have to sing our feelings. But like Santana and Britney like having a moment, you know, I don't know. It, sure, totally. Yeah. No, I think it fits in that it's a well-told part of the story. Yes. Um, 
other parts of the story seem less well told, I would admit. Yes. I think so my best number, I'm going to split my best number actually, give half to Do You Want to Touch Me? And the other half to Landslide. Because nice. I did really like Do You Want to Touch Me? I feel like Kiss is sort of bastardized by Will. Um, yes, yeah. In this performance, so I didn't want to give it to Kiss. Um, yep. Mostly because I love the Prince version, and I yes. think they could have done it a lot better. Fair and enough. And Animal, I can't give because I really like the Neon Trees version, and I think they did a poor job with this one. Yeah. Like, the auto-tune is just too uh, too heavy for me. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that it makes sense. Let's move on to the rating. So Ratings. we give, we, we, every episode we give, uh, a, a number of slushy, we, we, we slushy the episode a number of times out of five. Um, it's to represent it's the fact that it's a glee meme yeah. to yes. be slushied by a bully, which just yes. means they throw an entire extra large slushy on you. Yes. Or and- in the case of the Christmas episode, snow slush. Well, that is technically still a slushy, I would assume. Um, but yeah, so uh, the idea here is that just like with bullying, the more slushies that get thrown on you, the worse it is. So yep. the lower our number is, the more we like the episode. Um, I am going to slushy this episode one and a half times out of five. Okay. Um, which, yeah, let, let's hear yours and then we can kind of chat about why that would be. I am only going to throw half a slushy nice. on this episode. Yep. Here's the thing. Like, yeah, it's a really good episode. Um, my issue is that I just don't really give a shit about, like, the Will bits. Yeah. So. But Holly is in them this yeah. episode. So it does. It makes them a little bit better. Yes. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's a really good episode. The Warbler stuff was kind of weird. Um, it was. But it did uh, leave. Mostly because yeah. it, like, Blaine was so obviously evil. Um, <laughs> yeah. And... The foam, the yeah. warehouse foam was just so strange. Yes. So strange. Yes. But yeah, so um, it's, a, it's a pretty good episode. Um, and the music, I think, is the other part of it that was just problematic for me is that like, like we were saying, there's two good songs and there's two not as good songs. And it's like, pack these episodes full of more music, please. Like, yeah, like, more if, music. Yeah. So in general instead of all these scenes where people talk and like such short scenes too like they're so short maybe even um some that are like a minute to two minutes long yeah it's like hey instead of doing that make longer scenes with songs in them because that's what we care about right fuck yeah but so in general a pretty good episode um yeah next week oh next week we're going to be talking about season two episode 16 original song yes Um, yes you have all been waiting original (laughs) songs here it is and yes so just a little preview we're going to regionals and we got to figure out a way to get an edge up over the competition because sue's sue's group and the warblers just gonna be real hard to beat Um, oral intensity and the warblers here they come yep um but in the meantime if you want uh to you know hit us up find out more about us as a podcast i mean not as people that's kind of weird um (laughs) you can find more information on twitter if you go for the um uh, handle snm hate glee um you can also use facebook if you haven't deleted it yet um i mean you know 
you know how it is but um if you just search sam and the way that i'm going for it is i'm not deleting my facebook but i'm not going to go on facebook yeah you know they can't get your information if you don't if you don't use the platform if if i don't put anything on it yeah yes um and i i do use instagram which is facebook's baby i'm sorry i'm gonna keep using instagram follow me at maggie car at mcar dot jpeg and peg is spelled p-e-g maggie this shameless yeah. plug it was not it was not I don't, approved I don't care. Uh, it's anyway. my podcast <laughs> anyway you can also support Follow us my instagram you can also support us in another way if you if you if you are so if you're tired of just you know following and liking and subscribing yeah. and sharing yeah and reviewing on itunes which is very important i've been told i have no idea if that's true or not but if you want to do yeah, it that'd be cool i have done um, no outside research to know if that means anything but um if, if 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 that doesn't scratch the itch that you have to support us we do also have a yes. patreon at pa- uh, patreon.com slash snm hate glee um and you can uh throw us a couple bucks uh every month just you know help us help support us in our creation of arts um in the and in the eventuality that Glee leaves Netflix, um, we might have yep. a little more trouble finding it. But well, I mean, we got we, Hulu, we so do have, we yeah. do have Hulu. So I think we'll we might be all right. But uh, you know, but we'll just lose in case those those yeah. sweet Netflix descriptions, such yeah. so such a shame. But yeah. So anyway, if if you feel the urge, if if the STD of caring has gotten into you <laughs> from us talking into your ears, help help. Uh, get give us what we're like you know show us what mm, we're worth mm. by giving us money and you know paying paying us back for what we did to you the terrible thing we did to you um yeah uh you can also email us that we're sorry that we're doing this to you uh email us at at s s m hagley yep at, at gmail.com gmail. yep. uh, i always think it's good to end the episode with a nice hearty apology <laughs> thank you for listening yes um yeah uh, until next time, I've been Sam. And I'm Maggie, and we hate Glee. From the top.